bless you on today. Welcome to Yes and Amen with Derek Fletcher, Pastor Derek Fletcher, Derek Fletcher, and Yanni Fletcher. And today we have an excellent program for you on today. Sit back and relax and enjoy program that we have. All right, so today we're going to share about Moses again. All right, can everybody see my screen? Yes. Can you see my screen? All right. So says here, before the sea is parted. And so today, I'm going to share an experience that Moses had with the burning bush and how God gave him instructions. And then Moses had some questions and he says, hey, go send when you go there, tell them that I am sent you. And so we want to inform the students of God's character in remembering his people. He remembered the people, he heard their cry. And so he sent Moses to go set his people free. Not only that, okay, but the life that makes a difference knowing that God's power compels them. So you have to understand and know that you can make a difference when the power of God is within you and it compels you to do that, which is right. And today we want to equip you, the students, with the ability to recognize and begin living with God, what God calls you to be and to do. All right, so, all right. And so discernment, grumbling, guidance, knowledge, leadership, listening, Moses, pleasing God, provision, talent, All right. And so let's look at John 15 and 5. Yeah, let's give us a minute here. All right, can everyone hear me? Yes. Can everyone hear me? Yes. All right. Yes. Okay, so let's look at the scripture, John 15 and 5. It says, I am the vine, you are the branches. 
if you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Again, John 15 and 5. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Again, John 15 and 5. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Again, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Okay, repeat after me. Everybody unmute and repeat after me. John 15 and 5. John 15 and 5. I am the vine. I am the vine. You are the branches. You are the branches. If you remain in me. If you remain in me. And I in you. And I in you. You will bear much fruit. You will bear much fruit. Apart from me. Apart from me. You can do nothing. You can do nothing. Okay. Uh, Derek, can you pray, please? Yes. Father God, we thank you on today for keeping us safe. Father God, thank you for protecting <laughs> us from the new virus. Father God, let the children who have been affected by the virus be saved and remain healthy, Father God. Father God, we thank you for another glorious day of your protection and your love, Father God. Thank you on today for another lesson which we will learn to respond to and receive the word, Father God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right. Okay, so here we have a team builder. And so if you pause the screen, you can read through it and work through the team builder. All right, now that you've worked through the team builder, let's take a look here. And so what is the most difficult thing for you to remember? Do you have difficulty remembering anything? Yeah, Things sometimes. Happen. What about your what about your your home address? No. Things that just happened. Yes. All right. So so how easy is it for you to remember history? Things in history. Easy. I remember things that are important to me. Things that are what now? Memories that are important to me. Okay. Something's, you need to keep something still because 
you said memories that are, but we couldn't hear important. Memories that are important to her. Okay. All right. And so let's let's scroll down here. So how many of you have been in a bond at a bonfire? Saw a burning pile of leaves or maybe a burning building. What usually happens with fire? What usually happens? Uh sometimes. Oh, whatever's whatever's on fire burns up, right? Yeah. And the fire usually spreads. Okay. The fire consumes or destroys everything. Okay, so have you ever heard someone say that God called him or her to do something? Um, perhaps you have had this happen to you? Yes. Okay, talk about that experience. Did you see a burning bush? No. No. What'd you see? What happened? I've heard someone say God called out to them. Okay. God called out to them. But it wasn't necessarily from a burning bush. It was okay. more from like a email or a opportunity. Okay. More like an email or an opportunity. Anything else? Okay, I guess not. All right, let's dig in. Okay, today we're going to continue with looking at the book of Exodus to learn more about Moses. In today's study, okay, we will find Moses in a typical day-to-day scenario. When God calls, calling changes him forever, right? At this time, Moses was in, uh, he was a shepherd taking care of his father-in-law's uh, sheep, okay? okay. And so keep in mind uh, how you view God and the ways in which he calls us to carry out work for his kingdom. Okay, so now we have, I'll read verse one, and then Derek, you'll read two, three, four, five, and six, and then Yanni, you'll read seven, eight, nine, 10, and 11. All right, let's go up here. And so this is Exodus three, 1 through 11, it says, Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the far side of the wilderness and came to he 
Horeb, the mountain of God. Okay, Derek. <clears throat> there the angel of the Lord appeared to the to him in flames of fire from within a bush. Moses saw that though the bush was on fire, it did not burn up. So Moses thought, I will go over and see this strange sight, why the bush does not burn up. When the Lord saw that he had gone over to <sighs> look, God called to him from within the bush, Moses, Moses, and Moses said, here I am. Do not come any closer, God said. Take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. Then he said, I am the God of your father and the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. At this, Moses hid his face because he was afraid to look at God. The Lord said, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I have heard them crying out because of their slave drivers, and I am concerned about their suffering, so I have come down to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians and bring them up out, out of the, that land into a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey, the home of the Kenny. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Read a little bit slower because it's, it's not catching. The home of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. And now the cry of Israel has reached me, and I have seen the way of the Egyptians are pressing them. Sit up. Sit up. Sit up. Okay. Stay like so that. So now I'm sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people to the Israelites out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? Okay. What did Moses instruct Moses to do? What did God instruct Moses to do, Derek? Instructive. Oh. Sorry. He instructed Moses to uh, don't come any closer and take off his sandals. Okay. All right. 
And so Yanni, look at verse six. What is significant about God's historical explanation? He told him not to step on it because it was holy ground. Okay. Verse six. He said. He said. I am the Lord of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. Okay. At this, Moses hid his face because he was afraid. Okay, so so he explained to him a little bit of history, right? He gave him the bloodline. He gave him the lineage of who he was referencing his 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 family history and people he came from all right so how does moses react to god talking to him through the burning bush yani how does how does he react He's scared. He's scared. He hides his face. Hides his face. Okay. It would be extremely strange to find a bush burning, but not consumed. So Moses' reaction is similar to what ours would be to find God talking to you through this bush would be another shocker okay and so let's let's move forward here so as we look deeper into the passage we see that moses does not feel adequate in god's presence right and so uh yet he is to be a redeemer of israel All right, I'll read the seven. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, Derek, you're gonna read the uh, seven, eight, nine, and then Yanni, you're gonna read 10, 11, 12. Exodus three, seven through 12. Uh, the Lord. Mm. The Lord said, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I have heard them cry out <clears throat> because of their slave drivers, and I am concerned about their suffering. So I have come down to rescue them from the hand of Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land into the good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey, the home of the Cantites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. Jebusites. 
Yevitsites. Yevites. The cry of the Israelites has reached me, and I have seen the way of the Egyptians are oppressing them. So now I'm sending you to Pharaoh. Sit up. So now, so I am sending the Israelites out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? And God said, I will be with you, and this will be the sign you to you that it is I who have sent you. When you have brought the people of Egypt, you will worship God on his mount, on his mountain. Okay, Yanni, according to verse seven, why does God appear now? Because he's tired of how the how his people being treated. Because of what? He's tired of how his people are being treated. Okay. Leave it down here. Just leave it right here and talk. Okay. Because you're moving it away. Okay. Who does God use to help bring his people out of Egypt, Derek? Moses. Okay, he, he uses Moses. <clears throat> right? What? Sit up. What is Moses' reaction to being told that he is to go to Pharaoh? Yan. He's scared because he doesn't want to go to Pharaoh because Pharaoh's the one who um, started the whole thing. And he's the one that orders people to beat the slaves and stuff. That's why he's scared. Okay, Derek, how does God respond to uh, Moses' question? Um, he responds when to, uh, um, I don't need, I don't need that. You don't need that? No, I got oh, it. Oh, you got it. Um, oh, uh. Um, if um, him being with uh, him being with Moses every step of the way. Okay, so 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 he says here. He says, 
who am I that I should go to Pharaoh? Right? Yes. And he says, and bring the Israelites out of Egypt. And God says, I will be with you. And this will be a sign to you that it is I who have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God in the mountain. Okay. All right, here we go. We got some more readings to do. All right, so this is what we're going to do. All right, Derek, so you're going to read the first five. So you're going to read 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, and 18. And then, Yanni, you'll read the rest of it, 19, 20, 21, and 22. And this is Exodus, Exodus 3, 13 through 22. Moses said to God, suppose I go to the Israelites and, they, and say to them, the God of your fathers has sent me to you. And they ask me, what is his name? Then what shall I tell them? Moses said to, sorry, God said to Moses, I am who I am. This is what you are to say to the Israelites. I am, I am has sent me to you. Moses also said to, God also said to Moses, forgive me, say to the Israelites, Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever. And the name you shall call me from generation to generation. Go assemble the elders of the Israel of Israel and say to them, the Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob appeared to me and said, I have watched over you and have seen what has what has been done to you in Egypt. And I have promised to bring you up out of your misery in Egypt into the land of the Canaanites, the Hittites, Amorites, and Perizzites. Perizzites, Hittites, Jebusites, Amorites, Jebusites, um, 
a land flowing with milk and honey. The elders of Israel will listen to you. Then you and the elders are to go to the king of Egypt and say to him, The Lord, the God of the Hebrews, has met with us. Let us take the three-day journey into the wilderness to offer sacrifice to the Lord our God. But I know that the king of Egypt will not let you go unless a mighty hand compels him. So I will stretch out my hand and strike the Egyptians with all the wonders that I will perform among them. After that, he will let you go. And I will make Egyptians favorably disposed towards this people. So that when you leave, you will not go empty-handed. Every woman is to ask a neighbor and any woman living in her house for articles of silver and gold and for clothing, which you will put on your sons and daughters. And so you will plunder the Egyptians. Okay. Um. I think you got to slow down because I'm not hearing all of your words. Okay. I don't know why. I don't know if it's your mic or what. Okay. I think it's mine. It's like this little cricket sound in the background. Mm -hmm. Okay. You got to slow down because there's kids listening. Okay, Derek. What's the next question Moses asked in his response to God's command, Derek? What will I say? Okay, what will I say? Okay, Yanni, what is God's response to Moses? Can you scroll up? It says, go he said, go assemble the elders of Israel and say to them, the Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, appeared to me and said, I have watched over you and seen what has been done to you in Egypt. Did you hear me then? I said, did you do it better? Uh, yeah, that's better. That's much better. Okay. So God follows this by bringing up the history of who he is. What would this mean to the people with whom Moses speaks? Right, let's see, let's find it.
Okay, here where he says, the Lord, he said, go assemble the elders of Israel and say to them, the Lord, the God of your fathers of Israel appeared to me. I have watched over you and have seen and have seen what has been done to you. And I have promised. So what is that? So God follows this by bringing up the history. What would this mean to the elders? Or the people which Moses, whom he speaks to, what would it mean? Um, I believe it is their history. Okay. It's, it's their history, and it's a way of verifying to them that it's really from God, right? Okay. Yeah. Right? So God okay. uses God uses the word, I am, to signify that he is Yahweh, that I am. So Moses understands that God, he has heard about about is the very one who is talking to him. And so they don't necessarily say Yahweh, but when they hear it, they know. Okay. So Moses wants to make sure he has all the necessary information to present the Pharaoh because he knows the history, he is able to recognize who I am, recognize who I am, is the impact of this revelation of his life and the lives of others. God prepares Moses for his upcoming challenges for the rest of this section, right? So Moses will have hardships to endure when he encounters the people of Egypt. Nevertheless, God has reminded Moses that he is with him, right? I am, I am who I am, right? Is what he, what he means and what he says. Okay, so now, Okay, so I'll read the first one, and then Derek, you read two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and nine, and then Yanni, you'll read nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. How about that? Does that sound right? Yes. Um, to me. Okay. All right, so this is Exodus 1 through 17. And it says here, Moses answered, what if they do not believe me or listen to me and say, the Lord did not appear to you 
Then the Lord said to him, what is that in your hand? Oh, okay, go ahead, Derek. The, um, the Lord said, throw it on the ground. Moses threw it on the ground and it became a snake and he ran from it. Then the Lord said to him, reach out for your hand for your hand and take it by the tail. So Moses reached out and took it, took hold of the snake and it turned back into a staff in his hand. This said, this said the Lord is so that they may believe that the Lord, the God of their fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has appeared to you. Then the Lord said, put your hand inside your cloak. So Moses put his hand into his cloak. And when he, and when he took it out, the skin was lip, leprous. It had, became, it had become as white as snow. Now put it back into your cloak, he said. So Moses put his hand back into his cloak. And when he took it out, it was restored like the rest of his flesh. Then the Lord said, if they do not believe you or pay attention at first, they may believe the they may believe the second. But if they do not believe these two signs or listen to you, take some water from the Nile and pour it on the dry ground. The water you took you take from the river will become blood on the ground. Moses said to the Lord, Pardon your servant, Lord. I have never been eloquent, neither in the past nor since you have spoken to your servant. I am slow of speech and tongue. The Lord said to him, Who gave human being their mouths? Who makes who makes excuse me? <clears throat> All right. Stay still. Sorry, it's just the dog. Where where are you at? What what verse you at? Okay. Uh number eleven. Oh, okay. Is it Yanni's go? Well, when I finish number 11, yeah. Oh, okay. Who makes them deaf or mute? Who gives them sight or makes them blind? Is it not I, the Lord? Now go. I will help you speak and I will teach you what to say. But Moses said, pardon you, your servant, Lord. Please send someone else. 
Then the Lord's anger burned against Moses, and he said, What about your brother, Aaron and Levi? I know he can speak well. He is already on his way to meet you, and he will be glad to see you. You shall speak to him and put words in his mouth. I will help both of you speak and will teach you what to do. He will speak to the people for you, and it will be as if he were your mouth and as if you were God's hand. But take this staff in your hand so you can perform the signs with it. Okay. okay. All right, so we see a lot happening here. Uh, with the with the cloak, with the rod, with his hand in the in his cloak, and how, and so, uh, and he's letting him know that his brother Aaron is going to be his helper. And uh, he got angry with with Moses because Moses was like, "Hey, I can't speak." Right. So so a lot of stuff happening here, murmuring and complaining, and so. So what's the first excuse, Derek, that Moses gave God? What was the first excuse? What if they don't listen? Oh, okay. All right. So, Yanni, how does Moses describe his speech? Can you go back? Can you go back up? he was he was slow in speech right he said he said hey right he said i can't i can't talk right here, here you go right here look at you first team right he said i'm slow in speech and talk Right. right. God said, wait a minute, dude. I made you. What's not wrong with you? Not to be rude or anything, but one of your mics is on and I'm hearing an echo. You are? That's because I'm talking in my mic and then Yanni's mic. That's why. So she's not talking. She's got to mute it. Right. So is that better? How does God respond when Moses asked God to send someone else? Derek, didn't he get angry or was he happy or or he says, hey? He was angry. Okay, he was angry. All right, anything else? he told him what he said okay but agrees to send Aaron 
his brother, right? To work with him, to go with him, okay? All right, so Moses uses the first part of chapter four to get out of going to the people of God, right? But yes. he does not want, you know, the people, well, the people of Egypt, excuse me. He does not want to do this, right? Through his series of complaints and responses from God, Moses is finally allowed to have someone go with him, right? Aaron, but it does not mean that God hasn't been angered by Moses' doubt, right? He's angry. He's like, man, what's wrong with you? Okay. And so, so God sends us to do things and we make excuses and we should not. Okay, let's take a look at this right here. This is like a conversation or, or a discussion. So ultimately, um, God calls us, right? And so it says, is there anything that stood out that God might be calling you to do? Yanni? Is God calling you to do something? No. Yes, he is. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, Derek, is God calling you to do something? Yes. Okay, that was easy. I already gave you that. Okay. God calls everyone to do something. Okay, I want to make that make that clear. Do doubts or insecurity hinder you as they did with Moses? Miss, I don't have anything that God wants me to do. Well, you didn't say it like that. You said, did God call you to do something? He did. He called, he there's something. He called us to praise him. And speak to friends or family about Jesus. Give up something as a sacrifice or a calling or a career. You didn't say that. Okay. So, Jared, what about you? Do you have any doubts or insecurities that hinder you? No. No? You, you can share. Sometimes there are things that come into play that we have to work through. I guess. But I guess, I guess apparently not. There might be. It might be. Okay. Okay. There might be. All right. Okay, we, we're going to take it easy on you. So how can you prepare yourself to be willing to go where God calls you to go, Yanni, even if you do not feel adequate? What can you do to prepare yourself 
And you did that too, right? You just have to do it. You just have to do it. Okay. Anything else? Okay, Derek. There's no need to prepare yourself. You just need no to need to prepare, to huh? You just need to be ready for when he calls your name. Okay. What about praying? What about reading the Bible? Yes, that too. Examine your life experiences. Right? Right. Those where an incident, those weren't an incident. God has already prepared you. Study his word. Ask mentors and parents. All right. What they see in you as a possible calling. You got it? Yes. You got it? Yes. All right. Just like Moses, God is calling us to serve the people around us. Sometimes it is hard for us to realize why God would choose us to do woo, such a task. You cannot say the right things we can do. We do not feel like people will believe us. Maybe someone else should go. Those are excuses that people make. Remember that God, Yahweh, the I am calls us, all right, to reach his people. Not alone, but with his help. Okay, so I'll read this last scripture. <laughs> 15 and 5. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. And so, Derek, what is Jesus in this verse? What is he? He is the vine. Okay, what are we, Yanni? Branches. Okay. Derek, what do the branches depend on for survival? Fruit. Okay. What about depending on the vine? They produce, they produce fruit, but but they depend on the what? The vine. The vine. Okay, Yanni, how do the branches bear fruit? If you remain in Jesus and he, he remains in you. Okay. Any questions about that? No. In case you miss it, Jesus says it plainly at the end of the verse. Apart from him, what can you do? Nothing. Nothing. Okay. All right. Let's pray. Okay. Yanni, pray, please. Okay. Before you pray, God says that apart from him, 
we can do nothing. So Moses may have been slow to believe and to articulate a, a, and an articulate speaker, a inarticulate speaker, but because he had God, he helped to deliver the people from Israel, uh, the people of Israel from Egypt. God calls us into his kingdom, okay? And he desires to use us, amen, for his kingdom, to build his kingdom for kingdom work. Obviously, we have times where it is difficult to trust in his plan. But as we become more aware of his presence and his ability to empower us, our self-doubts and insecurities will fade away. All right, Yanni. Lord, thank you for everything that you've blessed us with. And Lord, we just want to let you know that we appreciate everything that you do for us. And we love you, God, so much. And thank you, Lord, for waking us up on today. And we want you to protect our household, God. And we love you so much. Again, like I said before, in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. We thank God for today. And we thank you for tuning in. This is Yes and Amen. You church with Pastor Derek Fletcher, Derek Fletcher and Yanni Fletcher. God bless you. Have a great and awesome day. We love you. And be blessed.